Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. How, uh, I just, I have to, I have to ask first off, just how are, how are things? How's the family? How's your 2020 going? What's, what's life like right now? Good, man. It's, uh, right now it's crazy. The, I would say like all of December and then January have just been nuts because I mean, December, (laughs) typical uh, American family, everybody's divorced. So we have like all these different households to go to and everybody to see. And then, um, just the end of the year, I mean, you know how it is with the business, like trying to wrap things up, trying to plan for 2020, trying to make sure you're ahead of time with taxes. And then, uh, we were also, so I spoke at the beginning of December and we got the keys for the spot December 1st. So it was basically like December 1st and that first week was basically getting, because uh, everybody that does anything inside of a facility is different. And what I mean by that is we have a paint guy and then we have a turf guy and then we have a rubber matting guy and then we have the gym equipment guy and then we had the office guy. So it's like we have all these different moving parts and then me and Shannon were in here, like Blakely would be running around and me and Shannon are like putting the chairs together in the desk and doing shit like that at night. Um, and then that weekend I went to Arizona to speak. And so like while I was there, the roof started leaking. And like the workers are calling me they're like, we can't lay rubber mats. If the the roof is leaking, why is the roof leaking? So then I'm like reaching out to the landlord. Like it's just. Welcome. Welcome to the life of a facility owner, man. You're you're doing big things. It's, it's, there's, there's lots of moving parts. There's so many moving parts and and you never really expect it. So that was crazy. And then, so, so we're in now, everything's done. Everything's set. The last thing we have to do is uh, to put the logo, the new logo on the wall, which comes in a couple of weeks. And uh, so now it's starting to settle down a little bit, but then, um, I mean, we have this new web, I mean, as we're talking, I don't know when this is going to air exactly, but I mean, we have the new website launching, we're rebranding, we have, we just redid some of the podcast stuff. So we added a fourth episode every week. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, dude, you're doing big things right now. It's been nuts, but it's going to calm down. That's what I'm excited for. It's about to calm down um, because once the site's done, this warehouse is completely done, then I can just get back into like, okay, what's my weekly content and coaching routine? Let's stay here for like six months and not start anything new for a while. Isn't that um, all life is basically? It's just like over and it's like, whenever I get this done, I swear things are going to chill out. We're going to be good to go. I mean, things are going to be smooth and back in routine, right? And then you get another idea. Yes. And then something else happens. But I'm, I'm like really promising myself that I won't do that because um, we have some trips coming up. So um, I'm going to uh, San Diego next month to speak at the Impact Collective again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then March, I'm speaking in Oregon at this like, uh, it's actually like a sports performance thing. Uh, Joel Jameson will be there. I'm talking on nutritional periodization. So I'm excited about that. Uh, but we have a few things lined up. And then we were actually supposed to go on our honeymoon two weeks ago and didn't. So we had to postpone that. Long story short, it snowed like crazy here and our babysitter couldn't get over the mountain because we're kind of isolated. And so we didn't have anybody to watch the baby while we would be gone. And it was raining in Napa and we we're supposed to go stay at a winery. Like our honeymoon's oh. at a winery slash resort. Right. So they can't walk the vineyards in the pouring down rain. Yeah, no, of course not. You're based out of Seattle, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just give. I'm sure a lot of people know know who you are and things. But yeah, Seattle. I'm sure. Yeah, the snowfall and things like that can get pretty pretty hectic. But Napa Valley. So that's that was your honeymoon. Yeah, that was so, dude. That's a good move. Me and my girlfriend want to go there too. Dude, it's it's gonna be legit. We we wanted to go somewhere like originally we were thinking like the Bahamas or something like that because you almost feel like you got to go somewhere tropical. Obliged, yeah, to do that, yeah. Yeah, and and then you kind of start thinking, like, that's very stereotypical. Like, what do we actually want to do? Uh, one, we don't want to be so far away from our one-and-a-half-year-old daughter that, like, if anything happened, we're like, all right, we'll be home in 17 hours. It's like, 
no, we're like a two hour flight away. That'll be like, just calm us down a little bit. Um, and we're wine, we're winos. I mean, you are too. So you get it and, and we're going to, so yeah. it's, it's actually cool. I'll send you the placement. It's like, it's, it's a resort, but you stay at a winery. So this winery built a resort. And so like you go wine tasting at the resort, you can walk the vineyards at the resort. You can go into these like cellars that they built underground. There's oh, all that sounds incredible. Things. And then they have a shuttle that goes right into Sonoma County, which is, or Napa Valley. It's one of the two, but um, they're both basically the same wine country. That's exciting, man. Yeah, no, we definitely, we we would love to go to there. So yeah, definitely send me that uh, for sure. Um, but yeah, man, I, I like your, your setup and stuff you've got. So the facility, it's, it's coming along. What, when do you think, uh, when is it going to be, you think, ready to roll? Basically now. I mean, it's like, like the last couple of weeks have finally been done i mean we um you can kind of see yeah i know you've got, got i know i've been seeing your your podcast setup and things i like the the big remember why you started in the background you've got the little setup you've been videoing them and stuff yeah. it looks it looks legit man thank you man it's it's fun it's it's a way it, it's it's easy to have a conversation when you're just like chilling and and dude you know what i mean and travis has his little like camera remote so he can like shift through the I don't know how he does it. He does the tech stuff. The, the tech but, guy, the tech guy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so he does that. And, uh, but the gym part's done. I mean, the only thing left really is I need to bring, uh, like I have a single cable tower and I got to bring it from my garage. I just haven't, it's drilled into the wall. I just haven't drilled it out and brought it here. And it's kind of one of those things where I'm like, I don't know where I'm going to put it. Cause it's pretty packed. I mean, we have everything set up perfectly with enough space to move. So I'm kind of like, I don't want to like squeeze something in and it mess with the flow. Um, but other than that, dude, I mean, we have, everything's completely done we got all the cardio equipment in all the um free weights all the barbell the platform the stuff's mounted on the walls um we really only have we did like wood paneling on one wall so that took a while and then now we just have to blast we're doing the logo on one wall by the turf and then we're doing a big quote on this other wall mm-hmm. um and then which quote did you decide to go with can you reveal it or no yeah i'll pull it up right now because i was I, like so on his instagram the other day he 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 put up a, a quite a few quotes and he was having people um kind of vote on their favorite one and i was i was wondering which one he was he was going to decide to go with the most popular one and everybody on my team selected this one too except one person so i was kind of like that's that's the one um life has no limitations except the ones you make from les brown so and i think that suits a gym setting really well too it's it's has to be kind of motivational and rah-rah if you're going to put it in a gym wall so um that'll be blasted up february 3rd so in a couple weeks they're going to come out and they put everything up um and then i i gotta get some mirrors that's the only thing i gotta i'm gonna put some mirrors in front of the dumbbell rack i, I have to I get it, man. No, listen, I'm I'm a I'm a fan of mirrors. It, it can help with with tons of different things. But uh, but that's cool, man. No, that's it's super dope to see ideas come to fruition. And I definitely think that you're one of the uh, uh, you know the the standing figures in my mind whenever I think about ideas coming to fruition. Like I feel like you're the you're the type of guy that's actually going to make it happen. I saw you got big into um uh, uh, atomic habits recently, you enjoyed the book and then you've been implementing, you had like some 90 day, uh, uh, systems and things that you were going to put in place. Yeah. So, uh, it, it, I've actually been doing this for a long time as far as like what my 90 day, like every, basically I always think of like, you know, 2020 starts. I'm like, okay, where do I want to be at the end of the year? Like there's obviously the kind of like that North star of what my end goal is, but I reverse engineer that process and I break it up into quarterly goals because if I'm like, okay, I'm going to get there by December, it's like, fucking, that's so far away. So rather than that, like for the end of this last year, basically it was like, okay, um, my, my 
90 day outcomes ended like a few days before Christmas, which was perfect. Cause then I took like a week break and then started January 1st again, but it was like, okay, like for business, what is, what are my outcomes? What are my 90 day outcomes? And I had obviously get the facility up and running and done, um, for the new year. Uh, and everything was done before January, except the logo. So accomplish that. Um, another goal was there was a revenue goal. Um, and I think the thing with that is people will chase numbers and it's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, hit it. What's next? This next right. five grand just increment. Hedonic treadmill over and over. Yeah. And it just doesn't, it doesn't, it has never satisfied me whatsoever. So I have to ch- attach some kind of impact or meaning to it. So for me, it was like, by the end of the year, I want to employ Travis full-time. Um, full-time, when I say full-time, he's not here every single day, 24-7. And it's your tech guy. Because we, yeah, my tech guy. Because we were kind of like, I was like, well, man, like how can we, because his other job is very flexible. I was like, how can we do both? Because I don't want to take you away from that. If you can work more for me and still make money there, like why not? So we worked out the schedule to where it's like kind of flows together and he can work the other job from here at times too. And, but in order for me to employ him full time, I was like, okay, we have to set a revenue goal. I have to do something, you know, to, in order to support that. Um, and then the third one was bring on a new coach, uh, which we did as well, but it was like, by the end of these 90 days, I need to open a facility, hire Travis full time and get a, a intern through a, an internship process, which takes three months, a lot. So it kind of like puts a fire under your ass to be like, okay, like in 90 days, I have to crush those things. Where do I need to be in 60 days to know that that's going to happen? Okay, cool. Where do I need to be in 30 days? So we've got this 30, 60, 90 day benchmark. And then from that 30 day, what are like my weekly habits and key four, right? That's what we call them key four. It's like, okay, I wake up Monday. What are my four things I need to do this week? Four top things like for the intern, boom, for the warehouse, boom, for Travis, boom. Like it's like, you have to map these out. So you go into the week, not with a list of 10 things, because then if you get eight done, like, great, that's more than four, but you still don't get 10. You feel like a failure, right? If I, if I go over four, great, I'm going to feel like an overachiever. But as long as I hit these four main things and I'm not putting shit like post on Instagram every day, like, does that help my business? Yes. But that's second nature now. And then after that, we have our daily habits. And this is where the habit tracker came into play. Cause it was like, okay, in order for me to accomplish this 90 day goal, which leads into the next 90 days, next nine days, and then the year long goal, who do I need to become? And like, that's the question that people need to ask themselves. Like, who do I need to become? So even for like this warehouse and for employing Travis and building the team more, it's like, okay, who is the person that does that? And then the hard question, am I that person yet? No, I'm not. The answer is no. It's always no, because whatever you want to achieve, you're not there yet, obviously. So then I'm like, okay, well, how do I create habits that put me in line with that individual? Um, The individual I can become in order to do the things I want to do. And that's where this habit track comes to play. I'm like, okay, what does this individual do? Well, he leads his team. Okay, what does that look like? What kind of habits does he do? What, What is he reading? What is he learning? Who is he talking to? Who is he learning from? And so for me, it was like, okay, who's mentoring me? How often am I talking to him? What kind of books am I reading or listening to? And then I have these trackers. Like, so, but I do this in every area of my life. So for my body, my goal was, uh, I, I wrote the word optimize because like I need to focus on health. I've been focused on aesthetics and performance so long. I'm like, okay, I need to get seven hours of sleep every night, like actually get seven hours. Um, I need to not cut or be in a deficit. I need to make sure that I'm taking care of my mind. Like, but I like, I'm, I'm an athlete at heart. So for me, I was like, that's the athlete. How can I be strong, perform well, be explosive, still be lean and then chase that. And so like, what does the ultimate athlete do? It's like, well, he does mobility pretty frequently. I don't do that right now. Okay, cool. How many times a week do I need to do that? Four. So now I have 48 check boxes under mobility and it's like four days a week in the morning. I'm doing that. And I'm marking the red X's on my calendar. Like a legit, like up on a whiteboard type shit, it's like exactly checking that. it off. Yeah. Yep. And then I have 12 boxes for recovery. Every week he does something for recovery. So last night I got a massage. That was like my recovery for the week. 
check the box off. Um, I have 12 boxes for personal time. So this is where like I take an hour or two to myself, whether it's watching a show that I love that Shannon hates, or it's going to the movies or it's going to, like last week I went skateboarding for the first time in years. I'm still fucking sore by the way. <laughs> really? Skateboarding for 30 minutes, 30 minutes and I'm dead. My hip flexors, it's bad. Um, but that was like my personal time. So I got 12 check boxes for personal time. Um, I got 12 check boxes for date nights once a week. I got three check boxes for uh, daddy daughter day. And that's for like once a month, I'm taking Blakely to go do something. Like there's a, there's a bouncy house over here that she loves. Um, and Shannon can't come with me. It's just me and me and my daughter. Oh, cool. Um, and then I got 48 strength sessions because four times a week. And then I got uh, 36 aerobic sessions. I got to work on my conditioning. So that's three a week. So it's like, I have all these check boxes. For, Hope you guys are taking notes, guys. Yeah, this is, <laughs> it's, it's, it's legit. And it's, it's, some people get anxiety. They look at this whiteboard and it's just check boxes. But <laughs> right. there's a reason behind it. So for me, it's like, okay, in each area of my life, what do I need to work on? And, and it's all habitual. It has to be habitual. If it doesn't become habitual, it's not gonna lead to success. And the cool thing about, um, actually just, it aired today as we're recording this. I did an episode with uh, Dr. Mel Davis. Um, and I did that because we went to her event at uh, in Philly and I was like, I need to get her on the podcast. So we talked about this as well. And then the book as well too. But there's a dopamine response when we do something like this, right? Like we, uh, I mean, for drugs, there's a dopamine response. You get addicted to it. For Instagram, you get a like, there's a dopamine response. You get addicted to that, that sense of feeling. Well, checking a red box on a calendar gives you a dopamine kick or dropping a marble in a jar. Like it's something that says like, I did it, boom. So it's habit tracking or habit stacking has that dopamine effect. So for me, I'm like, okay, what are the things I want to be addicted to? I want to be addicted to feeling good, mobility, good sleep, dating my wife, like all these things that are really meaningful to me that I'm not doing enough of and I put them on a board and I'm going to check them off for 90 fucking days. Um, and it's crazy because it's been two weeks, man. And I've been more on point with everything better than I have in a long time. Dude, I, you know, what's funny is I need to fucking do shit like this. I'm fired up now. Listen to that. Gonna, and I hope I'm everyone, gonna hold, I'm going to hold you accountable. I hold, I hold it because the thing is, is I did this whenever I was first starting out my business, I had a whiteboard and the tally marks and everything. And I literally sat it right in front of my, I had it on my desk in front of my laptop every single day. And I knew exactly what I needed to get done every single week. And I had like, I had, and then, but I broke it down into daily goals. And if I got it, I got a black tally mark. If I didn't get it, I got a red tally mark. Right. So it was just, whenever you have that objective feedback directly in front of your face, like there is no, oh, well, it's because of this. I didn't do that. And then it's like, whenever you look over a 30 day span and then you haven't done what you said you're going to do that lead to the life that you want to live, then you've got to take a hard look at yourself and be like, all right, what am I actually doing? Well, that's, and so that's the thing, dude. So like, I, I was talking to my wife about this. I was like, man, like I've done 90 day outcomes for the last four or five years, like literally just repetitively. Um, and during that time, it slowly died down, like the effectiveness of it. And I was trying to figure out why, because it was always so effective for me. I always achieved so much more than I ever wanted or thought I could in 90 days. Um, and there was a couple things that I noticed. Number one was this, I, I, I stopped tracking so diligently. So I understood what I wanted and I understood why I want it, but I didn't have any how there was no how behind it. So how is tracking habits? So like people will say, when I work with people on this and I'm like, Hey, like what's your 90 day alcohol um, for your being? So there's body being balanced business. Being is like, mental uh, mindset, emotional well-being, spirituality, so on and so forth. I'm like, oh, I want to be a more confident person. I'm like, okay, cool. What kind of box can you check off for that? And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, are you just going to at the end of the 90 days be like, I am more confident and check it off. <laughs> right. Like, no, you're not. What do you have to do in order to build that person? Those are the boxes we check off. Are you reading something every day? Are you going to a Tony? I had one guy I went to a Tony Robbins course. I, um, I had another guy that I put through, uh, I didn't put him through it, but I 
basically nudged him until he got on stage and did improv throughout the 90 days. Oh, but like, cool. That gets him out of his shell, right? And then that translates to doing more videos on Instagram or, or recording a podcast better or whatever it may be. Um, but those are the things like, okay, how many improvs are you going to do? Let's check those off. You'll be more confident then because you're doing those things. Um, and then the other side of it was I stopped attaching uh, the purpose and the passion behind it. So for me, like I love coaching and content, the, the creative nature and the communication of coaches, that's all I love. And every time my mind drifted of like, oh, well, I'm growing. Should I be doing something else? Or should I be doing this? Or what's the next step? I forgot that like, I don't need a next step. I just need to do this better and bigger and on a larger scale. And that's all it is. So when I bring back, and that's why I brought up the money thing at the, the beginning of this discussion is like, don't attach a dollar sign to it, attach a meaning behind it that will lead to dollar signs, right? So for me, it's like, how many, how many members can we help? How many people can we reach? How many downloads on the podcast can we get? How can I employ my best friend, which is crazy to think about, like things like that, which drive more financial wealth for the company and make my team more financially stable. But it, it's, it's, because of an indirect thing, right? I'm, I'm chasing impact. I'm chasing that. Um, so those two things, like the end of the last year, it was like throughout the last 90 days, it was like really like trying to lock that in. And then this 90 days that I started for January is just like so dialed in because I remembered those things. Yeah. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah. I'm definitely going to have to I started, I started Atomic Habits, but then I got sidetracked because I wanted to read something else that was more uh, pertaining to my life at that moment. But I definitely need to go because I, I was really enjoying Atomic Habits and I'm, I, I want to um, just get back in that mindset of, of tracking certain things and just really making sure that I'm taking the actions that I, I say that I want to lead to a certain outcome. I just do the audiobook, man. It's, uh, I've been it's, a huge dude, audiobook audiobooks guy. are weird for me because I get, I, I don't, focus as well because i know it's scripted i know it's <laughs> like it's so weird my mind is just like oh just you, we can focus we can think about other things right i don't i don't know what it is maybe it's because i'm also doing other things so it's easier for my mind to go astray um but yeah but I, I i'm definitely gonna i'm gonna give it a go so i'll turn it off if i start drifting like that but like i i basically i listen to it every morning while i do mobility and then while i'm cooking breakfast and those are kind of like second nature so i can actually listen but the reason i started doing it is because i found that like I do that more with fitness and nutrition podcasts, which I love, but I get sidetracked while I'm listening to them. So I can pay more attention to podcasts that are like this. We're not talking about fitness and nutrition or Joe Rogan. That makes me laugh and things like that. Um, and then I started getting to a point too, where I was like, okay, I love podcasts on fitness and nutrition because it gives me a different perspective on a lot of things I already know. Sometimes it's different. Like I had that interview with uh, Danny Lennon and we talked about chrononutrition, brand new topic. I was like dialed in, like that's cool. But I started opening up textbooks because I'm like the only way for me to really advance myself as a nutritionist and a trainer is like I have to go to physiology and you have to open a thick, dusty textbook to really <laughs> dig into that stuff. So my reading has been that and then everything else has just been audiobooks. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely I'm going to give it a shot for sure. But yeah, I would I would love to. I know Danny Lennon and all of the, the stuff I usually listen to. Um, uh, training and nutrition podcast while I'm at the gym, mm -hmm. actually. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's, that's how I do it. But I know that you wanted to, uh, come on here. I think whenever, whenever we air this, there's going to be something, uh, uh, very exciting that had just recently, uh, came out and that is your new, uh, uh, so it's a whole new company itself, right? It's, I mean, tech legally, if we're speaking, it's the same company, new name. So we, um, I mean, as we're, as we're recording this, it's already been done. It's the, everything's already changed. I mean, 
you can I'll show you the logo. Yeah, let me see it. This is I don't ask me why I have it on a clothespin, but oh I'll shit, I like is that. Is it backwards a lot. on your end, or is that just no, me? no, no? You're good. Okay, I'm no, I like on my side. No, I like so, that a lot. So if you if you look at this and you look at um, I have the only logo I have on the old brand is of we're the building suspense here. We're bu- here. we're building suspense right now, guys. So it looks just like the old logo. It's just different letters because it's a different name so, i want you to enter you introduce it i we, we I, w- I want you to talk about it yeah so so the so the new company's name is tailored coaching method so we are the tailored coaching method basically and, and we're going to go by tailored coaching or the tailored coaches quite a bit and there's a few reasons for this um boom boom performance started as a blog right so and it's it, this is like it's been a this is something that we've been building for the last six to eight months. I've been working with a lawyer to find the right name and look at trademarks. Like it's it's a and then redoing the site. It's a big process. So I'm excited as fuck that this is finally coming out because um, I've been like mouth shut for so long. Uh, but it's also nerve wracking because I mean I've I started Boom Boom Formats nine years ago as a blog. So it's like to change it now is kind of crazy. But I mean, long story short, I was in college and I was writing for fun, right? I was, I was interning. So I was training people for free. I was training my friends for free. I was going to school. Um, and I was making money. I'd write it. That was my job while I did all this. And, uh, I just loved training, dude. And it was like, I was constantly reading something, eBooks, uh, blogs from Nation, bodybuild.com, precision nutrition, Nate Green, Jason Frugia. Those two guys specifically had a really big influence on me at the beginning. Um, and my whole plan was like, okay, like I'm writing for medium.com right now. I'm writing for the gym I intern at and I'm writing for the school newspaper fitness little article. But I want to like have my own thing. I want to start my own blog. I want to have my own renegade inner circle someday, kind of like that. And so I started a blog and it was on Weebly, which was like a free template site maker. Oh yeah, I know Weebly. Um, I didn't want to buy a URL because I just didn't have any money. So it was befitlivegreat.weebly.com. So befitlivegreat was like, this is like a cool saying um the weebly killed it it just, just <laughs> you should stuck with you should have stuck with dot weebly <laughs> <laughs> so uh so finally like as i started writing blogs and uh my mom and her friends were reading them and, and nobody else really but like i started kind of getting some momentum right i started posting on facebook and then people started seeing what i was doing um and i realized i needed to hire somebody to make a new website so i'd been saving money and i paid somebody they made me a new website and i changed it to boomboomperformance.com and that's when i was like i'm gonna write a blog every single week and it was dude for three years straight every week I wrote a blog and it was like there was no Instagram there was no podcast or there was Facebook and my blog and I would write a status about training nutrition every single day on Facebook and I would post a video every week of me training and I would write a blog every week so it was like just non-stop and I had no direction of why I was doing this um, I remember sitting down with uh, Luca Josevar who I interned for at the time and when I was applying for the internship he was like well what's your like long-term plan what do you want to do I was like well love traveling. So I want to travel, um, probably stay in Airbnbs like month to month and just travel around the world. Kind of be like, uh, like I didn't know Menno back then, but it was like the Menno Hendelsman thing, right? Be a nomad and just kind of go. And I was like, and I'm just going to, you know, write for fitness. And he was like, so how are you going to make money? I was like, my blog. How's that going to make money? No idea. And I even remember like, how does Jason Frugia make money? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> he didn't know him back <laughs> right. then. I was just like, right. You're just okay, like, it's going well, to happen somehow. It's going to happen. And yeah. he was like, all right, man. Well, like if you're planning on doing that, what I would suggest is, you know, training people in person for five to six years first. And I was like, done. 
So I actually worked for him for six and a half years, training people six days a week um, while writing this blog. And this blog grew and grew and grew. And it wasn't until somebody in, um, her name was Sarah, she lived in New York and she was like a um, a Broadway actor, uh, actress, and she needed to lose weight for a show um, this years ago. So I'm trying to recall. And she was basically like, hey, I follow you guys stuff. Can you, can you train me? And I was like, well, shit out of luck. I live in Seattle. She's like, well, I'll PayPal you and you can just write me my programs. And I was like, okay. And it was like, individualizing the process through online coaching was like a new thing for me. So trying to like troubleshoot that and like with her time schedule and like really master the art of that and then start doing nutrition with her. Um, and then uh, another guy hired me and he lived here, but he didn't want to come to our gym because it was too far. So he Venmoed me. His name was Kevin Knutson and I went to school with his little brother and it was like, cool. So I had these two people paying me, um, one in Seattle, one in New York. And I thought it was so crazy. And then um, I did my first physique show, which started teaching me more about nutrition and I transformed my body and I started following Lane Norton. And I started following the 3DMJ guys and I realized that they were doing that on a larger scale. So then I was like, well, maybe I can try to push this a little bit. So I started dropping hints on my blogs, like click here and apply. And I had like a woofoo form and I had like a handful of clients over the years, but it wasn't scaling to anything. Right. And it wasn't until, uh, like really, I, I was probably like three or four years into my career where I really started pushing Instagram. I started pushing, uh, we built a podcast. Like I started doing more things and I realized that like this could grow into something big. And I had that like want, but I didn't know how, and I didn't, I really didn't have any drive to do it because I was afraid to step out on my own and do anything. So I just stayed in the comfort of working in the gym and just training people. And, and that was what I knew, but it wasn't what I wanted to do. I wanted to build my own company. I wanted to reach millions of people eventually and so on and so forth. Um, and then I found out Shannon was pregnant and that's when like the big shift happened. And I was like, I need to make a decision and I think I'm going to go all in on the online business. And I want you to be a stay-at-home mom. And she was like, so let me get this straight. You want to <laughs> give up your paycheck, give it rid of all your clients, start this online thing, and you want me to not go back to work. Yeah. <laughs> Do yes. That. that. Yes, babe, that. <laughs> Believe in me. And right, dude, right. shit you not, she was like, she was like, do it. I think you can do it. Like, I believe in you, but I'm going back to work. I'm an independent woman. Like, I was like, okay, cool. She, once she had the baby, she was like, I'm not going back because she's, she loved being a mom. But, um, but in that like nine months of her being pregnant, man, like it was just like I quit, went all in on this and it just fucking grew. I traveled every month to go network with people in different seminars and workshops and it just built. And now the podcast is, uh, actually I said, this is my 90 day outcome right now. Um, a million downloads were like, creeping up on a million which is huge for us so uh, it's incredible it's growing um we have the membership side we have the, obviously the blog still going with instagram is growing we have a team of five now um including myself uh, seven if you include tori and, and travis so that's growing um and we have another intern who's with us as well so it's just like it, it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and, and i got to this point last year where i was like this can't be Boom Boom Performance because it's so much more than just me and Boom Boom Performance was nicknamed after me my name was cody boom boom what do i call my blog Boom, boom, performance. It makes sense. But one, it doesn't describe anything we do. Boom, boom, performance has no like actual meaning to it. It's just a catchy nickname that I go by. Um, and that drove me crazy because I've had conversations with people too. Like, oh, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I run a fitness. Oh, what's it called? Boom, performance. What? And they kind of like laugh and like, what are you talking about? And then I explain what we do and the scale of it. And they're like, oh shit, like that's legit. But like that, that little like subtle laugh of not taking it seriously just fucking drove me crazy, dude. Um, dude, I was at the dentist a few weeks ago and this, this secretary did it. She like laughed and I just wanted to like, <laughs> you were like oh my gosh, God. Damn it. If you only knew what's going on right now. <laughs> well, that's what was funny is, is and yeah. I, I should have just been fine with it, but we're in the process of changing. So I was like, I just want to say like, that's not our company name anymore. But she was like, 
She's like, oh, like, well, what do you do after she like laughed? And I was like, oh, well, we have a podcast. It's going to be about a million downloads. We coach people around the world. I have a team of five other coaches that are nutritionists as well. We also have a membership site. We're reaching people here. I speak every once. And like, I just started going. Right. And she's like, oh. It's not some cute little like side hustle or something. Exactly. Like, oh, this is cute. This guy has a website. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So between that and just, just like the, the real reason and and because it wouldn't be just that that made me do it. The real reason is because it's more than me, man. It's 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 my team. Uh, my team does just as much as I do. I couldn't do any of this without them. It's the members. Uh, we have so many loyal members that are with us and we're coaching hundreds of people every month. Like I, it, it just, it almost is like a guilty conscience. Like I can't just keep this to myself. Like it has to be something more. So we started going through all these things of like, what can it be? Um, and like, the first thing that came to my mind is individualized. Like that's what we preach. So we talk about the problem with that is one, individualized doesn't sound good in a company name. And two, it's bastardized now. It's a buzzword. So many people are like, oh, it's individualized coaching. It's like, no, it's not, dude. You're not, you're copy and pasting the same template to a bunch of people. Um, and so tailored came into my mind. And I remember the first time I was getting a suit tailored and it was 2017, I was going to a wake up warrior event, warrior con. And it was a requirement that you couldn't get in unless you had a full black and white tuxedo white shirt, black tie, black jack, like the whole nine. I was like, dude, I don't have a black and white tuxedo. What the fuck? Like men in black shit. But I had to go get one. I was like, I want to go to this event and I want to be a part of this. And it was cool. There's like a thousand men in fucking black suits in the crowd. Just, it was dope. But I remember going to Nordstrom and, and getting it fitted. And I got like a Hugo Boss suit with a Ted Baker shirt. Like it's just the, the best feeling suit you could possibly have. They custom fit it to me. And then I came back and put it on. And it was like, not only it did it fit just perfect and I want to wear it to every single date night. Shannon doesn't let me, but right. also like we want to go to like Red Robin. I'm like, hey, <laughs> yeah, let, me, let me bust out that tux. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, it felt like funny. it just felt the experience. I was like, this is made for me. Nobody else can put the suit on and feel comfortable because it's literally fit to me. And it was expensive as fuck. It was a luxury thing. I felt good. I felt like I had this premium service and that's what like stuck out in my mind. I was like, that's what we do. We tailor make the entire process, the nutrition, the training, the accountability, the communication, how we reward you, how we talk to you. Everything is tailored to you because we need to learn about you, your lifestyle, your personality, and we need to match what we do to fit that. Um, and we're not a shitty service. We, we, we are a premium service. We, I like to think we're a luxury service because we go above and beyond with everything. So to me, it was like, that's it tailored coaching. And it was actually cool because I was running through a bunch of different names, um, all with Taylor in it. And, uh, I was speaking in Arizona and I said it in my speech and I said, we have the tailored coaching method. And I remember Travis holding the camera and like looking up and looking at me like, that's it. Yeah. And I was like, and, and I like stopped in my speech and kind of smiled and I, in my head, I'm like, that's the new company name, but nobody knew we were changing company. So I couldn't sure. Um, so we ended up creep going, on stage smiling <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> Pausing. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. I'm so, so we went with that, man. We went with tailored coaching method. It just describes what we do. It, it, it describes the story behind it too, because I went through so many, I mean, not even just my physique prep of going through a very bro body builder meal plan diet that wasn't customized. And then like after the show, gaining a bunch of weight and having to learn how to reverse diet and learn about my body and do my own research. But this process of trying every fad diet and not working myself, uh, trying to self-educate myself to change my body and then delivering so much content and then answering so many questions over the years and helping so many different types of people because the, the clients we work with, it's insane. Most people will tell you from a business standpoint, like find your niche and 
it's hard for me to tell people that because we didn't do that whatsoever. Um, I have, we have some WWE athletes, we have some CrossFit Games athletes, and then we have some like moms and dads who train once a week or like the, the everyday CrossFitter or the, the garage bodybuilder who's like a dad who just wants to build muscle and goes to Globo Gym. We have so, we have youth athletes. We have so many different people because we understand the science and the physiology of training and nutrition. And that's all that matters. And one thing we push a lot too inside of studying is just personal connection and like emotional intelligence and stuff like that. But again, it all kind of goes into this pool of our niche being individualizing the process. We're tailoring the process. Um, and so, yeah, man, it's just like, it, it only seemed right for me to change it. And I wanted to do it a long time ago once this all clicked, but I didn't realize how long the process would take of finding the name, getting the trademark, uh, filing with the secretary of state to change the business name, finding a new logo, building a new website. It's been a, it's been a mission, man, but I'm excited that it's finally coming out. Yeah, no, that's, that's incredible, man. I'm super, uh, I'm excited for you and I'm excited to, uh, to push it, to promote it and for, for everyone to, to benefit from it as well. Cause it sounds, it sounds awesome. It sounds like, um, that that's like you said, that's cool. Like a luxury service, like it's legit, everything all inclusive. And like you, even the examples you gave earlier, about uh like okay it's it, it is it is a lot of training and nutrition science and you guys know all of that but then also you said like the tony robbins seminar like this person is is they're wanting to be more confident they're coming to you be more confident it's like sure that the gym and and nutrition and looking better can be a part of that equation but there's other aspects that go into that as well and if you don't know uh you know client psychology and client motivation and, and what drives people and 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 all of that it's like they're not going to get the exact best ro- result possible. And it sounds like you're taking into consideration all of those things. Um, uh, you understand the the training and, and nutrition, but also you're connecting with other people. You're connecting with humans on a one-to-one level. Uh, and it sounds like, yeah, I think it's it's going to be unique to, to most things out there, right? That's what's cool about it too, man, is we, so like this whole night, it was actually cool that we, it was, we didn't plan that, but to start with the 90 day outcomes talk, like, I take my coaches through that. Like they all came out here and we, t- I, I've done it before with them and I did it again. Like we got the whiteboard out. We take them through their 90 outcomes. We set their habit trackers. I talk to them every week and I hold them accountable. Like I mentor them. So my goal with that is, is a, I want them to be the best versions of themselves possible, but use those principles and those habits and the, the nature of setting these outcomes and understanding how you have to shift and, and kind of like, quote unquote, be who you need to become mm-hmm. um, inside their coaching. Because when somebody comes up to us for nutrition, I want to deliver more than macros. Like I want to deliver nutrition and then all the things that actually make it applicable to their lifestyle. Um, and that's where like what you said, the emotional intelligence, the personal connection, the crucial conversations, motivational interviewing, all these different things that coaches need to be aware of. That's where those things intersect and actually allow somebody to a, get better results, B, sustain those results, and C, probably stay with you longer as a coach. Because we have people that every month I'm, we're sending out year yearly gifts to clients. And I'm like, this person has been shredded. Like, I have to, like, not always, because sometimes we get people that are like, you know, I want to lose 60 pounds. It's like, okay, this is a long journey. But then I get other people that I'm like, you're at, like, a very good fitness level. And I, and I, and I almost, like, pick their brain, like, why are you still with us? And it's like, well, it's constant education. It's constant support. I feel like you're my friend. Like I had this conversation with a guy that he doesn't have friends that do fitness things. So for him, it's, it's like an, I'm like an outlet. It's like somebody he can connect to and like talk about shit he likes to talk about. And he has a daughter just like I do. So it's like this whole coaching thing, like, yes, I write his programming and his nutrition, but it goes so far beyond that. And I think that's the power of it, you know? And, and so like, um, myself and Adam on the team, we both do individualized training. Uh, the rest of the coaches are just nutritionists. Um, but that's why I created the elite. So I was like, okay, how can I fill that void? 
for those clients who are with them, how can they have access to true coach and, and to my programming, but maybe not on such a tailored level, which in reality it still is because I mean, you and I both know you can grab a program and it's more likely for you and I to be able to both follow it versus like our diets are going to be polar opposite, um, from macros and meal timing and all that stuff. Um, but with a training program, I can put like lying leg curl or hip extended knee flexion, hamstring dominant. What does that look like? Boom, 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 boom. Now they have these options and it's like, you can tailor it yourself and I'm going to give you the tools to do it. Yeah. And also that that's so important, the, the education aspect of it and also the personal autonomy of it, because if they ever do choose to to stop working with you or something, being able to, that's what, like you say, you say luxury or premium coaching or whatever, but I don't think people understand the long-term lifelong impact that controlling, being able to control yourself and and understand and, and know why certain things are happening and, and whenever certain situations happen, how to adjust your training and nutrition and learning these skills in whatever a, a say a, a six month to, to year long process and, and learning those skills. And then you can take that with you for the rest of your life. So sure, pay the premium, but it's just like, you're going to get what you paid for. And then it's also tenfold because you can use this for the rest of your life. Yeah, dude. I think, I think like it, this is something I tell clients at the very, very beginning always is like, you're going to leave at some point. And they're always kind of like, that's an odd sales pitch. And I'm like, like, this is the reality. Like a coach to me is a few things. A coach is, I mean, one, it comes from, um, I actually believe it's Hungarian that it comes from, um, originally maybe it's German. I kind of hope it's Hungarian cause I'm Hungarian, but it's, uh, <laughs> like if we, we look at the definition of a coach, like the actual origin, it's, it's a, it's a carriage. It's like, like if you look at a purse, a coach purse, there's like the little horse and carriage, it gets you from point A to point B. Right. But the way I look at it is like a carriage is pretty slow. It's not a fast, it's not a train. It's not a, a plane. You're going to see the path. I'm going to show you how to get there and then I'm going to drop you off. And if I don't take you back, you're going to, you're going to know the way that you got there. Right. And it's kind of a weird analogy, but I always think about that. Cause I'm like, I'm a coach. I'm supposed to get them from point A to point B slowly showing them how to get there. And then the other part of that is a coach is a teacher, right? Like we all know who like really good coaches were in our lives for sports, really good teachers. We left with principals, like parents, mentors, people who mentor us in a good way. We left that with principals that carry on for the rest of our lives. So if I just give you numbers or just give you food, you might get a result, but you're not going to understand the science behind why it gets you a result. Let me break that down for you. Why should we uh, sleep this way? Why should we split up our meals this way? Why should we even hit these macros? Why am I giving you these diet breaks? Even though you're still losing weight, why am I pausing that to give you a diet break? What's the process like? I'm not just going to say, hey, I want you to eat 250 grams carbs in the next three days and not telling you why. I'm going to explain the physiology behind it. Let me tell you why tracking alcohol this way is better than this way. Like, like little things like that. But, um, I had a guy the other day, shout out to Cody. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even gonna try his last name. Cause it's like this crazy Italian name, yeah. but he asked me, uh, <laughs> it was either what's the purpose or, uh, how to best train lactic threshold ability. And I was like, bro, you just opened a can of worms. First of all, I sent him a book. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> right. read this, this ebook. And I was like, and here's the process. I actually sent him a graph as well of like your energy systems going through ATP, ATP, PC, uh, glycolysis, like all these oxidative and like broke this down. I realized like 20 minutes later, I'm still typing this email and I'm like, okay, like let me click send because <laughs> yeah. like, let's send this off right now. But, but that's the thing like, and, and he is a coach himself. So I know like if Stacy was like, 
why are you having me do 40 seconds of this effort, which is kind of like that lactate threshold, really? Like, I'm not going to go that deep, right? She doesn't give a shit. Right, right, right. Explain why it leads to the goal she wants. But with somebody like that, like, I will give detail. And I think that's like the power of education is like, kind of uh so like one of our core values is education and one of our core values is and we made these as a team is uh exceeding expectations and like that's that to me is what that is like when you get your first prescription from us it's going to look better than you had thought when we explain it to you it's going to look better than you thought we're going to give you more explanation we always give a little bit extra that we don't tell them we're going to give them inside that starting email um, and i keep it a secret of what i do in that email because it gets them excited and, and then we exceed expectation and it gets more buy-in. And if I get more buy-in from you, you're going to be more committed to the process and your results going to be better long-term. Um, so I think it's a combination of things, but like inside that education, dude, I think honestly inside of online coaching period, and this is why one of the reasons why I wanted to trademark and like make our brand name tailored coaching method. Like I wanted to coin, like we have that method because I've been doing this for so long and there's so many people out there that call it individualized and it's just not like, and I want to show people what that actually means. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love that, man. I love that a lot. Do you have any, um, uh, cause I know this is like the now, but like, what about long-term? Are you going to keep expanding? Are you going to keep growing your team? Are you going to keep it around this for, like you said, six months and try and buckle down and see what happens or what are you thinking? It's hard to say, man. Like that's, that's honestly, as a business owner, that's the biggest battle I have. Um, because I see, I see two things happening in the industry. Um, this is a really good question. Nobody's asked me, uh, but we talk about this as a collective, like inside the behind closed doors, the team. Um, I see people like uh, a good example is, is I've always looked up to 3DMJ, like uh, Eric Helms, Jeff Alberts, Opportune Nunez, Brad, like all those guys are like so good at what they do. Um, but their team is small. Now, I don't mean that in a negative way uh, because they're all doing other things outside of that as well. Like, I mean, Eric Helms has created so much for us in the research realm. But but what I mean by that is, is like they're individualized in their process. They are tailored in their process. They are luxury service. Like they have a wait list that you have to get onto. Um, do I want that? Do I want this, this unbelievably tailored service that only a select amount of people can get into? And I think they only work with contest prep people now. Um, I think because I've, I've wanted to coach them actually. And I've seen the, the wait list on the gen pop coaching for like a year and a half. Really? Oh shit. <laughs> Never yeah. Opened. yeah. But, but like what I'm saying is like, they have a small team. Like they, I don't think, and I don't know them personally enough to really be speaking on this. So I apologize for that. But I think that they're, they're purposely staying tighten it and small because that's their crew and their crew is so fucking solid that they're not going to grow out of that. And then I see other people who are almost doing individualized coaching a disservice because they once were individualized and then they scaled so quick that now they have a team of 15 to 20 people and there's no quality control. Mm. And I know that because their clients come to us afterwards. Right. And we're talking to them like, okay, we understand what happened. You need more education. You need more structure. You need more accountability. You need a longer term approach. Um, so I'm like, how do I stay in between that? Because for me, it's like, like that 3DMJ side, like that's my core, man. Like I've been into bodybuilding and the physiology behind the stuff forever. But at the same time, if, if we grow, I can allow my coaches to live a better life, have more autonomy, have more freedom financially, have, have uh, more flexibility in their life. The more we grow, the more opportunities come for writing and speaking and things for them as well. Um, and then the more coaches I have, the more people we reach, the more people we reach, the more lives we're affecting. So it's kind of a catch 22. So it's like, for me, my plan is to to grow slowly. Um, I don't know if I'll ever want to have 20 people on my team, but more than I have right now, we have five coaches, including me. Um, we have another intern right now that's working with us. And I can definitely see us having a few more for sure in 2020. But it, to me, it's like, 
how can we do that slow enough to where we have quality control? And for example, like me and Caroline are working on something right now. Um, she's the coach that's been with me the longest um, of making her kind of like a, we don't know what we'd call it, but like a chief education officer, for example. And she would be basically, um, except we wouldn't call it that because that would title CEO and that's not okay. But, oh um, yeah, I see. <laughs> I just thought about but that, yeah. Point being is like, what does the education quality control look like? Or we're, we're doing presentations every week. We're, we're doing case studies with the team every week. We have team meetings every other week. Like it has to be something that is like allowing us to grow the right path rather than like, I have a great marketability. So everybody come and join me and like, let's just blow the industry up. But then in five years, be known as the company that fell to pieces because we weren't effective. Like, like I once was. So that, that's a, that's a huge battle for me, man. And my, my mind goes in so many different ways. So for me, it's, it's really important to keep grounded and be like, patience like take it take it one 90 day outcome at a time right exactly <laughs> uh but no I, I get it i get it yeah because yeah as a business owner because whenever you have endless options of basically what you can do and you have this constant eagerness to grow 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 you also want to make sure that um everything is tight right that's kind of the best way that in, in between like your communication with with uh uh your your uh the, the main coach that you were just talking about and then the other coaches uh, uh, in the system and then also uh, your message to to your people you don't want to get too scattered right so yeah you do you do have to take thing take things slow but I think it would be cool uh, yeah if you guys potentially grow out and I don't know would you look at something like going to different cities and stuff and putting on seminars like teaching this method to other coaches maybe later on down the road or yeah um, what do you think so I think that like so there's a few things with that like I think one like to be fully transparent, I think my plan is more so to grow to the large scale. It's just about doing it slow enough to where I can keep that quality control. Yes. Um, and in the meantime, I put my focus on uh, the quality of content because the, the the process of creating content really slows me down and allows me to feel like I'm growing and I'm reaching and I'm educating people on a deeper level without tying it to the business necessarily and so i think that kind of that process allows me to do that um if i didn't have content i would be it would just be like what can i grow and it's just my team it's my team and the client you know what i mean so it helps me um and i think eventually yeah there will be some kind of component of going around and teaching uh, what we do and how we do in our systems but um, i think some people are, are too quick to jump to that like i, I would love I've been doing this for almost a decade, but I would love for like the tailored coaching method to be like a solid system and method for at least five or six years straight before releasing. Cause I would say like, I mean, in anybody is like this, the first five years of your career, you're, you're fine tuning your craft. You know what I mean? And I was learning the systems. I was learning how to translate what I was doing in person and how deeply I was connecting with people in person to the online space, which is polar. Diff it's completely different. So I had to learn that process. I had to learn all these different things. And, and now that our system is set and it's been really solid for the last few years, like, I think it's just about like growing that system and, and using that system for the next five plus, and then, then teaching it for sure. What do you personally enjoy most out of all because you're because now you're 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 whatever you're the head guy you're the main guy then you also so you have to take care of the team then you have content you have the facility that you've got to worry about like which which head do you have like which hat do you like do you think the most uh between all of them yeah i know it's, it's tough hard. it's like picking yeah, it's, your favorite it's child really right it's definitely between coaching and content to be honest with you i think that um it, but I don't know, man, it's hard because like the last uh, 90 days, like the, the previous nine days, like my my word for the nine days was leader. And I was like, how do I be the best leader possible? Um, so I, I, I find a lot of joy out of mentoring my coaches because 
it directly correlates to building what we do. And it's, and it's cool to see that I'm helping provide them the life that they want to live. You know what I mean? They want to have a flexible schedule. They want to make good money. They want to help people. They want to coach for a living and they want to be constantly educating and doing certifications. And I allow all those things to happen. And like, that's very, very cool to me. Um, but I also, I really love content, man. I love the creative process. Like I can, I mean, so usually Wednesdays and Thursdays, we're in here all day, literally just creating. It's like podcast Q&A, podcast topic, podcast interview. And then we're shooting out videos in the gym and then I'm working out and we're taking pictures. And then the next morning I'm like writing out all the scripts for everything we just did. And it's just like, I love that creative process. Um, I'm kind of a hermit in a sense too. Like I'm a introverted extrovert. And Dude, what I mean by that is I like, have that on my about page. I, I just say, I'm just a vert. That's what I put. Cause I, I have, I have <laughs> both of them. Is. Yeah. So I love like, it's just me in here. I love this. Like I love going like yesterday I went to the coffee shop, even though I have this place and I just sat there alone with my phone off, listening to music. And I was working on the new website. Like I love doing that. So I think that creative process grounds me and allows me to just kind of be a hermit for a little bit. Um, and then I still get the, the gratification of putting it out there and letting thousands of people see it and learn from it. And that's really cool too. So, um, yeah, man, I don't even know if I can answer that question. I think just, I think coaching in general is, is like the overall theme though, because I coach my coaches. Um, I coach my clients cause I still work with a ton of people. Um, and then I coach people through Instagram and podcasting because every topic we talk about and every post I do has something to do with teaching you something and coaching you through something. Right. Yeah. You're like a, you're like a transformer. You you have all these different business pieces that you like about certain things, then you put it all together and then that's you. Right. That's it, man. That's basically it. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that a lot. Um, all right, cool. I, I know I don't want to, uh, we're, we're coming up on close to an hour here, but I want to finish this with a kind of fun question that I don't know. This is just something that came up randomly, uh, with me and my girlfriend one time. And then, uh, she asked me and I answered and it was, it was fun. And then I've also asked my past few guests, uh, Adam Ali. So Physiconomics said he would be a rapper. Uh, Ryan Doris said he would be a garbage man or a business coach. And, uh, and then I asked Carter and Kalen both and they, they had great answers as well. But like, if you did, if you didn't do, if say you could have any skill set in the world, right? What if you didn't do what you're doing now? Because I know you love what you're doing. But if the, so, my my example was I wanted to be a stand up comic, right? I wanted to hang out with Joe Rogan. I wanted to do podcasts, hangs out with bros, and just make people laugh for for a living. Um, but cards are different right now. So if you could choose any other thing, what would that thing be? That's tough. Um, so I have a. a like a a joke answer and then like a very serious answer okay please joke answer is actually what came to my mind first and i've said this multiple times uh because it's funny me and my wife have asked each other this many times too oh cool and uh i've always said like if i could have a crazy skill i wish it was like singing and dancing because i see like usher and chris brown and oh yeah like i don't necessarily listen to that music a lot but i see what they do and i'm like how the fuck are you singing that well and you're moving that way yeah and like women in the crowd are just crumbling it's just insane and I'm just like, that would be really cool if I could just do that at a party. But I agree. I think if I was being dead serious, I would actually be a historian. So like, I love, I love history. I love stoicism. Um, I love books that use tales from the past to teach a lesson. Um, I love podcasts that are about history. I, I'm obsessed with documentaries. So like, I guess like a, an adventurer, because even like current documentaries about uh, wildlife or like there's one with Morgan Freeman about uh, what happens after death, like just random shit. I love watching 
about Vikings, about uh, Rome and stuff like that. So I think if I could be a historian or adventurer or somebody who just is like discovering things and like filming documentaries and stuff, like and traveling, that would without a doubt be what I would do. I love it. I love it. In 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 twenty sixty, we're gonna make that happen. You're gonna become a, you're gonna retire from being a coach and you're gonna be a historian. I can already see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh that's great. I I love those answers. I love those answers. But um but cool man. I'm I'm super excited for you. Uh, I always uh, love talking to you. I hope we'll be able to uh, hang out again soon. I'm excited for everybody to uh, uh, see see what you're up to, see the, see the new company, see what's going on, and hopefully they can get involved as well. Because it, it sounds like I'm fucking I'm gonna fucking sign up. Honestly, it sounds <laughs> it sounds amazing. It sounds incredible. So yeah, as always, uh, thank you, thank you for coming on, man. I really really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Um, I definitely, uh, we got to put it on the books to get you out here. I just started, like I literally Dude, just talked to let me know. Zeke Delvin, my guys. They're coming out in February and that's the only people I have booked so far. But um, I'm finally like, and they reached out to me and they were like, they beat the punches. Like, hey, let's do it. But um, I'm going to, now that we have everything like done and once the side launch, then I'm going to be like, okay, like let's schedule all these people to come out throughout the year. Cause Dude. I just want to have people out and Give, just hang me, out. And- me and Austin already talked about it. I was like, I'll, I'll come up through um, uh, Colorado and then I will, I'll meet up with him and then we'll both come over uh, and, and try and hang out um, Dope. whenever, whenever you can. Um, yeah, man. So yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like for, like I told them too, I was like, just come during the week, man. I'm here Monday through Friday all the time. So I just book out my schedule and we'll just create content. We'll just have you guys out on a content day. So, um, I'm down for whatever. And, and, and thank you for the for opportunity to come on, man. I know, uh, this, this meant a lot to me just cause I really want to make sure this rebrand goes well. And I want people to really hear my story and understand what it's about. Um, I don't know what our Instagram name will be yet. So just oh, right, right. type in tailored and it'll <laughs> probably pop up. Um, but the website is tailoredcoachingmethod.com. Um, you can find everything there. If you go to boomboomperformance.com, it'll still carry over. Um, and we're not changing the podcast name. That's staying exactly the same, the Boom Move Performance Podcast, because that's that's my thing. So, um, but yeah, everything else will be tailored coaching method. And, and thank you for letting me come on and, and share that, dude. Yeah, man. Of course, of course. I'm 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 super stoked for for all of it. And I'll, if the if the name is out or whatever, I'll make sure whenever this does come out, I'll have it all in the show notes um, and everything else. Um, all right, dude, Cody. Thank you for coming on, bro. And we'll uh, we'll chat again soon. Thank you, man. And that is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than Fitness podcast. And please, if you could help me out a little bit here and leave a rate and review in iTunes and also take a screenshot and post it up on your IG story. Tag me at mattmcleod6. I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have like you and I, uh, and get the word out there. Uh, Also, if you want more free content, you can check the links in the description. I have my free four-week workout plan, The Ultimate Physique Development. And also, if you want to work with me online, one-on-one for personal coaching, you can check the link in the description as well. Uh, And anything else you need, please send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for listening.